Hello, podcast listeners and people listening on Sin 90.7. I am Paul, Paul Waxman, a questionable love song dedications host and creator. I'm a bit uh, busy this weekend. I've got a few family things to do in another state this week. So uh, I won't be able to be here live to broadcast and perform another episode of Questionable Love Song Dedications for you guys. But I have a special surprise. Uh, It's been a while since I've been putting this off for a little bit because I'm a bit of a lazy person. I Ages ago, when I did the very first episode of this show, I forgot to record it. Um, But luckily, the radio station here has an amazing audio log system where you can pick up the files from the audio logs. And I've been putting that off for nearly three months now because the first episode premiered back on the 22nd the very first episode premiered back on the 22nd of november 2016 and i still didn't grab it until like today so um what i'm doing is premiering the very original episode of questionable love song dedications for you guys just so you can get a taste of what it used to be how how it started how it's gotten to where it is now uh, there's it's you know it's very interesting, especially listening to my voice. How uh, far the show has come. So I hope you enjoy the very first episode of Questionable Love Song Dedications, and yeah, enjoy the show. Welcome to the very first, the premiere episode of Questionable Love Song Dedications. I am here, I am Paul Waxman, and I'm here with a bunch of people. I am here with Maria. Hey! Aiden. Hey! And Molly. G'day, g'day. And on the show, uh, we basically make fun of a bunch of silly, stupid love songs. But just before we get underway, I wanted to just have a little mission statement, because I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I don't want people to be like... Uh, you know, you're just making fun of songs, you're just being stupid. There is a point to this show, and I promise you. To, you don't want people to like think the wrong thing. Exactly. Why have you got me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanna I wanna make this very clear. The, the point of this show been asking. <laughs> the point of this show is to not be cynical about music or even love itself. I even tend to justify some of the songs. Exactly. M- music and love are both very great things that we all should agree with and love. And we should all love each other. But this show is not about blacklisting or banning these songs. These songs are great. It's just about thinking about music's consequences and meanings. Just to have a little bit of a think. The whole point of analysing and thinking about famous love songs like these is really just to have a think. Just to have sit back and understand. (laughs) Obviously, if someone someone thinks dedicating a certain song to someone's justified, that's their uh, prerogative. But there are so many better songs out there. If you know, if you pick these ones, there are better ones. Although some songs can sound really romantic, a lot of the time they're actually quite gross, lazy, and disturbing. Uh, the show is in place to prevent those awkward song dedications where, when you actually listen to the lyrics properly, you might be pushing the wrong message to your partner. You you're might be saying des- the wrong thing. You're just describing me when you say lazy, disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of these songs are very, as we'll get into them, are very uh, lazy, gross, and disturbing. 
the first song we're going to get into is um, every every time I bring up, I'm going to do like I've been I have been telling a few people that I'm doing this show, and I tell them I'm doing Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison. They go, No, you can't ruin that song. I think I said that. I love that when song. I think I, Molly I was, was like, one no, of those please. people. I was thinking it when I saw it on the list. Um, <laughs> I was like, mm, and everyone okay. goes, No, <laughs> don't ruin that song. And I'm feeling a bit of remorse now and a bit of guilt. Nah, because it. it's Let's a great it. song. But we're just going. We'll go for I it. Think Who cares? All good songs. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, released in uh, 1967, Brown Eyed Girl is one of Van Morrison's most uh, like well-known songs. Mm. Uh, he doesn't really have lots of other songs. He has Moondance. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, song. hang on, sorry. <laughs> oh, he, he doesn't have lots of other songs? Oh, my gosh. You... Look. Oh dear. That's right. We'll talk about this after the song. <laughs> Looks like you don't have to worry about the songs being destroyed. <laughs> the feelings. <laughs> you have to worry about feelings being I'm destroyed. I'm here in the corner. I'm just like staring you all down. <laughs> <laughs> just, j- just a preface. Brandishing a knife. Just a preface. Van Morrison is not Jim Morrison from The Doors. Uh, two very different people. Really? So just don't, don't get, don't get them confused. Um, and I just, I love doing the research for this song because the release of the song and the album that came after it are shrouded in espionage and awkwardness because um, Morrison was quoted in saying he has 300 other better songs. He's written 300 songs that are better than that Brown Eyed Girl. His other um, albums are pretty pretentious much. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the, the album was going to be featured on an album um, and he recorded a bunch of stuff earlier, and then his producer, producer just told him one day that he released an album without his consent or his knowledge. And yeah, he, he also doesn't get royalties from the song for absolutely no reason. Um, What's wow. his record company? I think it was EMI or something, and they're just a bunch I'd of... I'd be pretty mad. Yeah, but also he would have made so much money because every single like, bloody place on this earth, every restaurant you walk yeah. into plays Brown Eyed Girl. And also like... You know, all those weddings and such. Exactly. Yeah. And another like song wedding. we're going to be talking about, Sting, he Ooh. makes like a, like $100,000 a day off yeah. every breath you take. We'll get into that later. But just before we start the song, just while you're listening, imagine in a, another alternate universe where Van Morrison released the song, imagine he's saying brown-skinned girl and not brown-eyed girl because that was the original title of the song, but he changed it for reasons we'll get into later. Also, it was released in 67. It was released in 67. So that, that changes the and context we'll, entirely. We'll get into the, the politics. We'll get very political in the very first song of a very <laughs> supposed to be quirky and funny show, but we'll get, we'll get political soon. There's nothing more quirky and fun than politics. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so we'll get into Brown Eyed Girl now. Have a, have a jiggy. Have a jam. Have a jiggy. Have a, have a, have a, a, have a, a dance. Jig. Come on, yeah, kids. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison. Do listen out for the lyrics. It's great. Enjoy. Enjoy. 